Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning is offered for informational purposes only. Before you make any major life changes, please seek the help of a professional or your physician before you do so. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Hello, and welcome back to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name is Aaron, and Dr. Banning's sitting right here with me. How are you, Dr. Banning? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you, Aaron? I'm doing great, too. And I'm excited about this week because we've got a very special guest, James Wood, that you're going to be speaking with. Yes, uh, I've known James for a while. He's been a patient. Um, but James has an incredible health story to share. I call it a health story because he is on a health journey, and he's learning uh, in spite of some of the odds that he's against and uh, i think this is going to benefit a lot of our listeners out there fantastic well let's get to it okay Hey, my name is Dr. Chris Manning at White House Chiropractic. On today's podcast, we have a special guest. I want to let you know, first of all, he is a family man. He's married. He has children. I've known James. Gosh, how long have I known you, James? Seven years? When did we first meet each other? That's about right. Is it? Yeah. And, and James came in as a patient, and uh, James has a really incredible story. What I'll do is I'll just let James share it here. I enjoy sharing or getting the opportunity to share stories like this because we all have challenges in our life, in our health, and, and things like that. And so, so James can help some of you listeners out there or some of my patients that may have MS. And so, James, first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I, I, I am a family man. God first, family second. You know, they are essential to my daily life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very healthy now compared to what it was four years ago. They, the MS diagnosis just really hit hard. Yeah, I'll run into people that, that think they've got like an autoimmune disease and their number one fear is that they have MS. They think it's MS. And so, so can you explain what it was like before you realized that something was not right? Life was great. You know, I've had this longer than diagnosis. Right, right, okay. Some of the stuff I just didn't realize, the symptoms that I was going through, it mm-hmm. just didn't hit me like it did until we were working at the house building a deck to a pool and trying to keep the kids from injuring themselves and felt uh-huh. like I had a stroke. I you know, I let myself get a little worked up, but mm-hmm. it's just because this typical kids won't listen to you. And you have to <laughs> assort, assert a little bit of more authority and, you know, blood pressure thought was up and went to the doctor a couple of days later and was told that I was had a very aggressive form of MS and you know, life had just changed after that point. It was, yeah. So that had to be a pretty low point in your life, huh? It was. Um, depression is a real thing, but it's also the support group and how you view things that make things, you know, how you deal with it. Right. That's so true. Thanks for sharing that. So you went to some professionals that tried to help you. Can you kind of give us a story of how, what the timeline was? You know, you had this event at the house. That had to be scary for your kids and your wife, too. Uh, they didn't get to see 
what my wife saw initially after I got uh-huh. on them because I made them go in the house and I, when they, as soon as they walked through the door, I turned around, looked at her, so I think I just had a stroke. The yeah. whole right side of my body went numb. Mm-hmm. They started drooping, started stuttering, couldn't had cognitive issues, just really couldn't get it together. Right. So I typically, you know, they say with a stroke, you need to get to the doctor immediately. Right. Me being stubborn and hard-headed, I, I didn't go until Monday. Oh, wow. Uh, they did a cervical neck and brain MRI. Um, it took them a couple of days to get the results back in view. It called me Friday morning and told me that they need to get me to a neurologist that something was wrong. And when I went to the doctor initially, he told me, he said, I, while the symptoms you had match a stroke, mm-hmm. not all of them are there. I think, I, I think what you have is MS. But I need to get you tested before I can completely diagnose you. Right. And so what was the uh, the test that they did to ultimately diagnose you? Uh, they did blood work. They ran multiple MRIs with and without contrast, a spinal tap, some neurological viewing tests that they normally do. Mm-hmm. And then that really kicked it in. After they had all after all that was done, then they realized that you you have what we thought you have. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, how long of a time period was that? really about a week wow so that had to be like a whirlwind a week week and a half because yeah. the, the going to see my primary doctor the mris were done tuesday diagnosis well results on friday the mm-hmm. next week is when they had me to the neurologist so a really about a two-week span i mean it really gotcha. took them two weeks to get through all the tests to figure out what was going on so after all this I mean, what did you do? What, what kind of treatments did you uh, receive? They put me on a daily injectable. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's supposed to, it's almost like an acetate-based material. It's supposed to coat the brain to stop the brain from, to give it a feeling back because, you know, the the myelin on your nerves is what the MS really does. It eats away at it. It's almost like a short-circuit electrical. Right, right. Okay. Let's just pause for a second. We'll just talk about some of that. Um First of all, one of the messages that, that we try to share with our patients is that the nervous system is in control of everything. The nervous system is made of your brain and your spinal cord. And um, when we do chiropractic adjustments, that helps that nervous system function better. So the brain can communicate with the body, and the body can communicate with the brain. Anytime you have anything wrong with your nervous system, um, especially something like what what James is sharing here, it's it's devastating because you live your life through your nervous system. So so that myelin sheath is like a fatty layer that covers the nerves in the brain. And so um, it would be like, I'll share with patients, you have that insulated wire, you know, when you strip off that insulation, it affects the conductivity. Mm-hmm. And so basically what your, your, your nervous system is being shorted out, it's, is that, is that how they explained it? That's the I, way they explained it. Uh-huh. Instead of a, Instead of a straight current, it finds a way to, it fires different because that that current can't go straight through. And when it gets to that spot, it goes, it's almost like the electricity would come out of a, a, a cable. And each, each lesion is in a different location. Mm-hmm. And if you have a bunch of them kind of close to, because they have a, what they call a, a white matter lesion and they have like the gray matter lesion so mm-hmm. it, it's you don't really know where they're going to hit at mm-hmm. and you just don't know how it's going to fire it could have i have 
at last count, I had well over two dozen lesions. Mm-hmm. Were they in your brain? They were in my brain. In your brain? Did they find any in your spinal cord or your nerves or anything? Nothing in my neck. Um, I actually go back in six months, and they're going to do a, I guess it's called thoracic spine. They're going to do an mm-hmm. MRI lower to make sure, because I'm still having issues with my legs, mm-hmm. that the lesions in my brain don't really quite connect with they're mm-hmm. they're going okay you're having these issues and even though this is caused weakness and, uh fatigue and stuff like that is caused with ms it just something just is not right so they they've never with the exception of testing the spinal fluid when they did the spinal tap they've never have done anything mri wise below my cervical neck okay so uh let me ask you this so have you tried anything nutritionally for the myelin sheath no, because they have not quite figured out anything that helps the ground. I mean, you you get scar tissue, yeah, but it's it's there's not anything to regenerate mm-hmm. what you have lost. It just kind of covers it up, right? So, um, you know, when I first started seeing you here, you're a lot heavier, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we worked on you. I think we got you some relief, but you you still were seem seemed like you were really. Um, had a lot, a lot of, a lot of pain, a lot of health issues, and and, and so forth. And then, so we didn't see you for a while, mm-hmm. and then here just recently you came back, and I didn't even recognize you. And I thought, are you kidding me? So you got serious. We. Um... <laughs> what, what I mean is, is James lost a lot of weight. Um, he he looks like a kid if he shaves his beard off. He looks like a kid. He really does. And um, I was just like, man, that is awesome. What have you been doing? And so, what have you been doing? Um, you know, they want to send you to physical therapy. It's hard for me, for somebody to move areas that are hurting. Right. So, I asked if I could just do my own physical therapy at home because I know my limits. So, I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that I would push my own boundaries. Right. We went on a cruise. Um, come back and decided at the, the time that we got back to the house, we were going to make a lifestyle change for the house. So we went on a diet. Hmm. The diet we went on forced us to cut out all bread, all dairies, because it was trying to figure out which foods are inflammatory foods so we can just change overall. So we mm-hmm. we went on this diet full strong. Um, at the end of that 30 days, 10 or 11 pounds came off. And, of course, it was right around Thanksgiving when we could come back. So, mm. of course, you eat all Thanksgiving food. Mm-hmm. But it shows you what those foods are like. And once you reintroduce them back to your body after you hadn't had them for 30 days. Yeah. Nice little immune response there, huh? Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> um, and then we went back on it 30 days, come back off at Christmas. And then went back on it after the first of the year. We figured we just kind of give the Christmas vacation holiday time to... You know, for everybody see family because you're going to eat. Right. So in January, we really went at it, and that's when I decided that we would, you know, try to walk because the walking was kind of helping me out, but at the same time, it was beneficial for exercise. Right. Um, did a little exercise at the house, and then the next thing you know, the weight just started dropping off, and then I noticed that I tried to drink milk or something with dairy in it. My body really went crazy. Yeah. Um, breads pastas you can't have them because we realize you know everything breaks down into it goes back to like a starch or sugar and then right you know so it's cutting out extra sugar mm-hmm. and then 
I just realized that I felt so much better. Well, the next thing you know, I started out right around 235 mm-hmm. and stepped on the scales and was under 200 pounds. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really neat, too, that you, 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 it sounds like you kind of went on a journey where you just learned a little bit about you and your body. And uh, you probably felt like, man, I, f- I feel like I'm empowered here because I've actually done something that has helped me with my MS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dairy and wheat, corn and soy can also cause inflammation just depending on, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know if many people know this, but MS is an autoimmune disease. All of the autoimmune diseases tie into your gut and your brain. And so you can directly affect an autoimmune disease if you change your lifestyle the way you eat. And uh, we have several patients, autoimmune diseases are just rampant these days. And so we have several patients that have really unusual symptoms and they get scared, they don't know what to to think. And we try to get them to start eating healthier. And, And you're a great example, James. So. Um, if you don't mind, I want to share this with my patients. Um, and, and, you know, anyone that has an autoimmune disease, hey, listen to this guy's testimony. So, so then we, we got connected early when you were really struggling with, with MS, a lot of your symptoms and that. And then uh, we just got reconnected. So could you explain what benefits you receive from chiropractic care? There's a lot of benefits from it for me. You know, to gain my movement back and flexibility – is incredible you know I, I i wish i could take off running like my son does you know uh-huh. i wish i could do a lot of things that i couldn't do but you know with the adjustments and stuff that i have of course i would get massages before and then get adjusted mm-hmm. afterwards and i just watched myself change like my movements that i was scared to do is almost like physical therapy it, you would adjust me to the point to where i wasn't in pain in areas so i could actually try to move in different ways and mm-hmm. you know it well that's that's really neat um so a lot of times you know people will come in for pain and and that's really good but in your case that that could really change some things for you so um it helped me out more than i really thought it would you know yeah. you hear people say oh you try this try this and of course i'm in support groups that People have tried a little bit of everything because somebody's mm-hmm. trying to figure out what doctors cannot as far as the, right. the MS, you know, because they only know so much with. Right. Because you're not living with them every day. Right. Exactly. So their research is different from ours. So we have yeah. to research on our own, too. And mm-hmm. um, so one of the models that we share with our patients is the motion model. Um, your brain loves to receive signals from your joints. Uh, there's little things called mechanoreceptors that send signals through your spinal cord to the motion center in your brain. And those motion signals can shut down the pain signal. And so a progressive problem that people have, all of us do, as we're getting older, is we're losing our range of motion. We're developing more chronic issues like nervous system issues. And so when you turn on those joints, get those joints moving again, especially the ones in your spine, that sends a motion signal to the brain and it shuts down a pain signal. And so that's one of the reasons chiropractic works so well, not just for, for motion, but for reducing the pain. And so, and in pain, you told me your pain level was up to a 10. I can't imagine that. Uh, it was a daily thing. My, my pain level usually never drops below a seven or eight. Yeah. I mean, I stay at a constant at yeah. least eight every day. And there's some days a nine or 10 for days on end that to me my 10 level might be 
I guess you could say a five to where if it was a 10 for somebody else not learning how to deal with some of this not you know instead of giving up yeah you know going to people that like yourself that would go hey let, let's try certain things let's do this and see if we can get your body to respond the way it's supposed to so i've learned to deal with the pain but i've also learned that this treatment has given me a different way to look at things to where i'm like okay this feels good you know mm-hmm. when i walk out of here i feel great mm-hmm. you know and i'm just you know i'm amazed for all those who are around that have got to witness this because unless you see it you would never believe like you're, you know you said you it, it was a while before i came back when i came mm-hmm. back you're like wow what has changed well, yeah you know, that's what we want to encourage people out there uh that you know pills and surgery are should be a last ditch effort unfortunately we live in a culture today where that's the first thing yes it is and then all we do is look for a disease and then of course if you do have that disease it's like more pills more surgery and um i just want to i just think you're a i would call you like a health hero um because of uh you know your journey and what you chose to do i mean that, that's awesome it, it, it really helps me and it strengthens me and it helps me um share more with my patients on hey you can do this you know just hang in there and and so um so another uh thing is is i mean i have struggles with my health um one of my struggles is i have developed a foot pain that is really quite interesting um i i've i've been to really good doctors um i've got a a, uh, orthopedic doctor that works on my feet and i've never experienced pain like this before but just to tell people if you haven't experienced severe pain for me I'll be sitting there, and I really don't want to get up. But I can't imagine if that's going on in your whole body. So you feel like there's just no way you can get out of the out of the bed or out of a chair without experiencing tremendous pain. So when I look at you and I look at your eyes and your face and your demeanor, you do not look like you're under a lot of stress. You don't look like you're in a lot of pain. You look like just a regular guy. You're but, just practice to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a ninja is what you are. Let me ask you this. Uh, if somebody out there, if, if we have listeners out there that are suffering with some type of an autoimmune disease, it doesn't necessarily have to be MS, but the autoimmune label can be so confusing for people. Mm-hmm. Tell me some questions you had about your autoimmune disease or the, the MS that have now cleared up for you. You know, the average Joe doesn't know what autoimmunity is. Just in your own words, could you share that? You know, I I wanted to know really what the benefits to a healthier or better lifestyle with it. I, I didn't know what it was going to do. You know, mm-hmm. it was unpredictable because with different auto, autoimmune diseases, there are certain risk factors because you don't really know. It, there's a, a lot of questions, I guess. You know, you don't really mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. Some people with... MS have um, they have a a question of what what's going to happen next, right? You know, because there's flare ups, aren't aren't there? So you can prevent flare ups too. Then you can prevent possibly. them. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I just chose to, like I said, I, I got tired of going through medications, going through medication. You know, I, I'm I do have a pain medication that I take. I have a nerve medication that I take. Um, I go once a month and get an IV infusion. It's almost like a ms chemo i guess so to speak mm-hmm. and i wouldn't really, really label it as a chemo because it's not really hard on me some people it is some people it's not but 
you know, I was forced to make a decision whether I was just going to lay in bed all day or whether I was going to try to make a difference. So researching what an auto, autoimmune disease is, what can slow it down, what can you know speed it up, mm-hmm. what I can do to prevent certain things from happening. It started with a support group. Then it started with a mindset change to want to live a better life. Okay, now I'm faced with something that's really hard to deal with. How am I going to do this? Am I going to just lay down and let it take control? Or am I going to fight like you would with anything? Right. You know, and I chose to fight. So when I asked the doctors, what can we do to change this? And they're going, well, there's only so much that we can do to stop you from being in a wheelchair is number one. Mm-hmm. That was one of the words. That's the words that I heard that really changed how I viewed things. Right. And then they started giving me the breakdown of what an autoimmune disease is, what were certain things that triggered it, what aggravated it, what made it subside, what made it get better. And it just made me go, okay, well, if I can, if I can do this and encourage other people, if I can make a change by saying, hey, look, I did this. You know, you can do it too. Don't, don't, don't give up. You know, do some research. Find out how your body's going to react different. If you cut this out, you might feel different. If not, try something else. But just right. don't, be, don't be forced to take medicine after medicine after medicine until you, you know, numb it. Just figure out what right. truly makes you better. You know, the medicine's always going to be there. The experiments, you know, these hospital experiments are always going to be there. The, the surgery, all that stuff's going to be there. So I had, I had a friend. Uh, she had phase four pancreatic cancer and she was she was a very devout christian in fact you go to visit her and then she'd say hey can i pray for you can i do mm-hmm. <laughs> you walk out of there and she lifted me up and, right. and my wife up and so one of the things when she had this whipple procedure done so her belly was cut open and she looked like a just it just i, I couldn't believe it um she showed me some pictures and she told the doctors listen I don't know what ends up right now. I'm on so many medications, but one of the things she shared with me was she does she can't even talk to God because of all the medications she was on. She was so delusional and she says you've got to take me off of some of these medications so I can pray to God. So, my question to you is how has your faith affected you with this uh, big lifetime challenge that you've got? You know, the first year six months to a year like i said the depression is real sure i bet so it got us back into church because we really knew that there was a part of life that was missing and and god was it it's not that we quit talking to him quit praying or anything like that we just quit we really quit devoting our time the way we needed to right you know we didn't give him all the time and attention Uh uh-huh so a, a friend that got us back into church after a wednesday night service one night said hey let's go have some coffee and we went to the local Starbucks, and I, I had my coffee, and I sat down like I'm sitting here talking to you, and I look outside, and I see this truck pull up. Well, it was my pastor's truck. And I knew at that point I had been ambushed. There was, <laughs> there was nothing I could do at that point. And he walked in. He ordered his coffee. He sat down, and he leaned back in the chair and asked me how I was doing. And I told him, I said, you know, not really life sucks, but, you know, life is really hard and, you know, I just don't feel good. I don't want to be around anybody. And he, he absorbed it all in. And then he completely sat back in his chair. He crossed his arms and crossed his legs and looked at me and told me, he said, you're fighting a battle that's not yours to fight. 
And when you can get that through your head, your life will change. He's like, you you have to fight. But he said, you're trying to fight a battle in ways that you shouldn't. He said, why do you believe that you cannot live a better life? He's like, give it to God. He tells you, you know, give everything to me. Lay your cares upon me. And I'll, and it changed my world. I mean, it was like he literally reached out and slapped me in the face. Yeah. And I walked away that night and it was it was emotional. There's been times that it has been emotional talking about it because I've never heard words so strong to make you understand that I was trying to do it on me. I was trying to do it. You know, that I and then I realized that it wasn't me that needed to do it. I needed to give it to God who really could fight the battles. And as soon as I did that, the depression slowly went away. Um it got better by sitting outside in the morning reading my daily devotionals, reading my mm-hmm. Bible, and life just really, really changed for uh, for the better. You know, it just, I was amazed. I'm still, to, to this day, I'm just, I, 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 the only thing I can say is I give God all the glory for all of it because if it wasn't for Him, I, I would probably be in a really dark place. I could be one of those people who are addicted to the pain medication because that was something that was masking the pain and depression to be by myself and not want to be around anybody and i didn't want to be another statistic so wow that's awesome yeah sometimes we fight physically we when you when you fight a spiritual and a mental and emotional battle using physical weapons it's like beating at the air Mm -hmm. and god gives us those spiritual weapons and uh i thank you for your testimony that's awesome so James, if, if one of our listeners had a question, was there any is there any way they could uh, contact you either through an email or, or Facebook or anything like that? So I have an email. Um, you know, I have to go through and make sure that my if, if somebody sent me an email, don't kick over to spam, so I'd be able to get it. So uh-huh. my current email is it's all lowercase. It's just James Wood one zero zero five at gmail dot com. Uh, I'm always willing to try to help you know i i help do research at, at vanderbilt you know they call me in for mris or different tests to see what they can do because they want to try to stop this disease before it mm-hmm. really even starts right and you know i told them i said i don't really mind to be the guinea pig so to speak i said but i want to help people because i've watched right. so many people around me just you know lay down one of my really good friends has it and we were at my son's football game and i made the comment to my wife and my father-in-law about watching his walk walking yeah and they were going what you see in him is what we see in you you know and he was like me he's working trying to work have bad days don't want to get out of bed and i was like okay what can i do to help him out so i shared the diet with him and just told him i said you're really just going to have to be willing to do it and quit going oh i'll try it you know what is it going to do to help me and do it and he it's gotten a little better, but there's still yeah. certain things. It's like he still needs the encouragement to do it. So I'm willing to, you know, help however I can. If somebody wants to send me an email, they can. And then from there, I can give her, give them better contact information if they want to, to be able to call. And, you know, I'd be willing to talk or text or. Awesome. The, the most uh, amazing thing to me is when people hit a wall or, or, you know, that expression where everybody has a plan. Or a lack of plan until they get punched in the throat or the face, and then all of a sudden, you find out what you're made of, and you realize, wow, I need help. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 God is 
so good at doing that when we think everything's right. Mm-hmm. And and really, to tell you the truth, there's so many benefits when we suffer as his children. It actually can draw us closer. And and uh, I think there's there's lots of lives that are being touched through your suffering. Um, and the suffering is not going in in vanity. It's it's being used to to help people, to encourage people, and it's it's encouraged me today. I mean, there's been days with the devotionals that, you know, I would go out, a friend would send them to me every day. And, you know, to be brought to tears by reading words, it's almost like they were speaking directly to you. Yeah. You know, and I've realized that, like you said, life is, you get carried away in life and you don't yeah. think about anything. And then all of a sudden you get punched really hard and you're going, okay, how do I handle this? And some people get back up. Some people just kind of lay there and then it's almost like it takes you being punched a couple of times before you realize <laughs> that, hey, I don't like this. What am I doing wrong? And then you realize, okay, I'm, I've got a great life. I'm blessed. I wake up every day. You know, I'm, in my case, you know, I do have this, um autoimmune disease but it still showed me different ways of life where some people don't it's like it's not brought into the light for you to be able to see it he has to be able to do it for you to really realize what's going on so i Mm -hmm. you know i learned when i you know you read that every day so it's it's encouraging in itself then you have people around you that are encouraging not the doubters or naysayers you learn to cut that out of your life because that's another thing too. Oh, you'll never get better. You'll never do this. You know, blah blah this, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and you have to. I had yeah. to cut certain things out of my life and got to the point to where I realized that, you know, my family was going to be my support system, right? You know, and God was showing me through them and through other people and through His Word that there is a better life and it's not me trying to create it on my own or make it on my own because of him i have everything that i need and he supplies everything so why not give everything to him and just let him you know take care of it let him yeah. guide me the way he, i need to be guided instead of the way i think i need to be guided and you know dr banning that was very interesting and very inspiring it was. Um, yeah, it, it just goes to show, you know, how how suffering can bring us closer to God. And sometimes we just think we're we're in a standing eight count after we've been hit so many times. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was wonderful to hear hear James's story. And not only that, his testimony and how he just gives the glory to God. And uh, I'm going to continue to cheer for him. And, and he's definitely going to be in my prayers. That's awesome. He's going to be in yeah. mine, too. And probably a lot of our listeners, I would I would expect. Yeah. Well, listener, if you've got any questions, uh, James was kind enough to leave his uh, email address. Just go ahead and reach out to him. But you can also contact Dr. Banning. You can reach us at uh, www.whitehousechiropractic.com. There's a information page, and there's also a contact page there. So send us any questions you have that way. Check out uh, the other episodes of the podcast. And Dr. Banning will be back next week. Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs>